Hey, what is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Muff Podcast. My name is Boaz, and as always, bringing it back to the OG days, you got the meter with me. Yes, sir. How's everybody doing? Or as Kendrick Bourne likes to say, yes, sirski. <laughs> I see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he says like it way faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says it way faster. Yeah. You know, I, I try. I like that on the team. Everyone's got like a catchphrase. You got Quan's like legendary. You got um, Salas, all gas, no breaks. That was kind of a flop, though. They tried to do that in the, in the stadium. It didn't work. <laughs> it was pretty um, cool. Jimmy's got uh, Let's Go Baby, right? Yeah. And George Kittle's got Woo! The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and his Canadian accent. George Kittle's got a couple. But, yeah. Um, now that we've, you know, we went over every <laughs> catchphrases. <laughs> uh, dude, these, these always start off awkward. Every single intro, I think, is just increasingly getting more awkward and awkward. It's kind of like The Office, you know, how like they're like, you know, every single one of the opens is kind of like funny. The Muff Podcast staple has just been just awkward. It's like, what, what the fuck is going on? But with that being said, you know, it's always got to come to an end. And um, end of the beginning, and we're going to get into the episode. I don't know, awkward again. Cue the music. All right, so the first topic that we're going to discuss is, um, I mean, we're going to be, we're, we're really reaching for stuff. There's not a whole lot of things going on right now. NBA season is a month away, so, you know, we're, we're going to soon get some content. But until then, you know, we're going to just go and do our own thing. And the first thing we're going to do is a fantasy draft. And it's not really even a draft. We're just going to do a tier list, kind of. We're going to go from three, then two, to one. And both Lamita and I are going to say things. And we're going to say uh, highlights of quarantine so far. So it's been a few months of quarantine. So, you know, we've had a lot to think about. But we'll start off with the number three thing. And Leader, do you, what do you have to say? Um, let's see. Ooh. Oh, I found that there's seven parks within a mile from my house, which is pretty cool. That's a flex. That's supposed to be like an exercise flex, like that sort of, sort of thing. Yes, sir. You, very, so very you, should fun. Have, you, should, you should have done that part. Like then now, <laughs> now everybody knows you didn't fucking work out. <laughs> no, I wasn't flexing there. I was just put, putting it up. You were just putting your arm up and just, you know, yeah. like, just showing it off, guys. Like, here, here's my arm. Yeah. All right, now that we know Lamita has a noodle arm, uh, my, my third one is, is uh, walking around shirtless. You know, um, when quarantine started, you know, my idea of, like, you know, we, had, we're, um, we were high school students. And we, we were doing classes. We were doing all these Zoom calls and stuff like that. My whole thing is, like, how amazing it would be. Like, you don't have to ever, like, you can always be in your underwear. Like I sleep in my underwear. I can just be in my underwear, like go through class, never have to put clothes on. I've taken, you know, it's been a few months, so I can't just do that the entire time. So I, I've, I've taken, I, I've progressed a little bit. I put on pants and my new, my, like my uh, top three highlight, I guess my number three highlight would be just being shirtless. Cause like um, it's getting hot here in California, especially, you know, if you don't have that good of AC, uh, it's fucking hot. So yeah, being shirtless is cool. You don't have to go outside. You just stay at home. And, um, you know, you're a fat fuck. I mean, I don't want to look at my body. I look, I look in the mirror and it's like, oof, that's not good. But, you know, nobody's going outside. Nobody else will. It's just, you know, just for me, being at home shirtless. I'd say that's too much information, but, you know. The people want to know, man. The, the, pe- the people wanted to know. Yeah. Number, number two. Number two. Do, 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 Oh, I've listened to. No, that's not. That's not a highlight. Dude, I had one in mind and I forgot it. All right, well, you want to go? Uh, we'll switch up the order. I'll go and then you go. Yeah. 
All right, my number two one is, um, it's gonna be a little bit similar to my number one, you'll see. But uh, this one is related to YouTube. I've watched so much YouTube that I think YouTube, like the whole algorithm is uh, just giving me like, just like miss like just the weirdest fucking shit. Like I think they, they found the category of just like weirdos who spend all their time on YouTube and that's just kind of become me during quarantine. So I'm getting like TLC, like weird, like extreme cheapskakes fucking highlights. So I've been watching that. Like I've binged extreme cheapskakes, not proud of it, but I have. Uh, Nathan, for you, that's a pretty good show, honestly. Like I never watched it before, but all of a sudden I started getting Comedy Central recommended to me. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of funny. Not not gonna lie, I've I've been getting yeah weird you know weird music videos. Weird like I've seen some uh, like weird um just like international shit popping up on my uh, feed. Um yeah, it's just a lot of weird shit. And honestly, sometimes you get you get on YouTube and you you know you watch one video and you're like, all right, well that that's pretty normal. Like maybe I'll start off with like football highlights, and then maybe two hours down the line, I'm fucking watching like Baby Shark remixes. Like why the fuck am I watching that? But uh you know that's just quarantine life, you know. Yep. Your number number two. <laughs> My number two, I, I met my neighbor for the first time. Dude, you're being social for the first time in a quarantine? Yeah, quarantine I like, I've never met my neighbor. My brothers have, my entire family has. Like, and it's just the other day, me. I was outside with my brother, and our neighbor said hi to him. And I was like, who's that? Who are you saying hi to? He's like, he lives right next to us. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Fuck, man. Yeah, so I met him. Okay. I met his wife <laughs> once, but... That was uh, Boaz has too. Oh yeah, she's a very, very nice, uh, very nice woman. Yep. All right, Lemeter, you have some very interesting highlights. I mean, I, I, we can say you know you can see the lifestyle is very different between my quarantine and your quarantine. <laughs> very. <laughs> Here's my okay, my third one, or my I guess my top one. And this has kind of become like my favorite thing. And like, don't take me. This can be t- very much taken out of context. But my number one one has been Karen videos. I've been really into, you know, you go on Twitter and every single day there's just a new video of like a you know, pissed off white woman, you know, Karens. And uh, it's, it's just entertaining. Like I might not agree with their takes, but I find it really entertaining. I feel um, today was Trader Joe's Karen. Um, a few days ago, there was the Karen that like broke down and she was about to crawl under her car and she had like a mental breakdown. That one was kind of sad. I can't, you know, I wasn't too happy about that one. Um, you know, there was the Karen who was at the park who was telling, um, uh, the the some girl that she can't be wearing black in the park because it's hot or something like that. Hey, she's looking out for her, all right. I mean that one take. Let me honestly, she reminded she she reminded me of you a little bit in the way that like you know I I I see bits and pieces like bits and pieces of her take and like you know I can kind of agree with it, but it's a crack take regardless. Like you know she was going <laughs> off on her for like being in the park and stuff like that. I get it. Maybe maybe she was looking out for her, but um yeah. I mean I'm just saying uh karen's have been really entertaining and have been getting me through quarantine so yeah that, that will be my number one quarantine highlight that thinking back like four or five years down the line i'm gonna be like holy shit you know you know what i'm missing right now in my life uh karen videos uh, yeah i do find those funny and enjoyable as well <laughs> you know the funny thing my other neighbor this is not my highlight but i also met my other neighbor she for can. the first time uh and her name is actually karen oh yeah yeah, Damn. she's a really nice lady. She gave me avocados. So not not a Karen. That is but a Karen like, thing. Avocados, yeah. Yeah, but like, and she gave me tomatoes one time. Oh, like, she has this like entire garden in her backyard. Very nice lady. My soccer ball went there. That's why I went to pick it up. But yeah. Right, oh, that wasn't my highlight. Hey, let me get back to the topic. One. Yeah. Yeah. Number one. Um. So, me, my brothers, and my dad play football in the park, and um. This one time, my dad's only mossed me once. He's mossed me once. And my neighbor from like a, a, a bit further down the street, he was, um, he watched that. I'm like, he walks past us every day. 
So like every day he reminds me that, hey, where's your dad today? Like one time my dad didn't come. He's like, hey, where's your dad today? Didn't he moss you yesterday? He roasts me every time until like yesterday when we were playing soccer and I like juked my dad. And then no, but see, he's like, see, here's then the he thing started clapping for me and I was so proud. Made me no, feel... It's, it's a double-edged sword because you drew out your dad and like you make him look bad and it's like, wow, that's fucked up. Like he's like, wow, come on, man. You're, you're supposed to be better than him. You're younger, you know? But then like you get Moss and it's like, wow, I, mean, I can't believe you got Moss. It's a, you're you're going to lose, it's a lose-lose situation for you. Yeah, no, dude. I, I'm pulling out highlight reel plays all the time, but this guy only sees it once. But my dad pulls it off once and he sees that one time and I'm getting Mossed. Hey, man, it's all that. You, if you just, you know, you get one play that's really good and just milk that shit. Just ask Odell Beckham. You, you know, you, you can create the narrative all around that one play. Hey, Odell's actually a good player, right? That's true. I, that's, I hey, man, your, dad, your, your dad could be, you know, he's got, he got them good routes. He's running the Michael Thomas routes. the playoffs, by the way. Oh, yeah? You got some yeah, beef against Odell? Uh, yeah, because I had DJ Chark, and I was like, Odell's got to go off now. He's not been doing anything good. And then I traded DJ Chark for like, Odell. Nah, He's like, and not DJ Chark you know. consistently went off still, and Odell did not. And that cost me the fourth place spot to the guy who actually got fourth place <laughs> by one win. And you know why I lost that game? Because I forgot to start Mike Evans. That, I mean, here, Mike Evans, I remember you had some weeks where he's, like, scoring 40 points, and in some weeks Yeah, no, I, I benched him on the 45-point week. Did you start him in the three-point? Uh, three yes, point? I started what's him that, every other week. that one where he had, like, zero points until the fourth quarter or some shit? Like, where James yeah, then he got, like, 18 yeah. in that fourth quarter. I remember fun. that, yeah, yeah. That's just I'm Mike fine. Evans' whole career. It's, like, fucking uh, – that's why I'm – it's going to be really interesting what's going to happen with Tom Brady. Best wide receiver in the NFC – oh, no, sorry, Julio is. Second best wide receiver in the NFC South. Uh, Michael Thomas likes to have a word. <laughs> no, I, I think he's got a marker over him. Damn. All right. Um, that's right, Mike. That's a, that's a hot take, Lemeter. That's a, I, I mean, uh, there's not much I can say. We, we've heard, you know. No, he's a good player. Know. He's a good player. Oh, all of a sudden, he's a good player. No, yeah. like, he's good at what he does. He, he's pretty good at those two-yard routes. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're still, you're that type of guy, dude. You're, I mean, you're. The, you no, he, like he's good at of, what he does. He, he's got a pretty good, he's got a pretty good set of, of hands. I just think he's overrated. I don't think he's the top, he's the top. He's not the best receiver in the league. Not I don't think so either. He's. I mean, I think he's a top five, definitely. I'd I put think him I, right you can make an argument. Top five. Like, oh, I man. just You're don't see hater. like You're Mike Evan truthers or Mike Thomas truthers. You know, let's see. I got Why, yeah. Julio one, DeAndre two. Um, then I'd put Mike. Evans I mean, I think three, you can even switch up. I could see an Devontae argument for DeAndre four, and I'd probably take Chris Godwin over him. To be honest, come on, off of one season, get hey, the fuck out of here. At least he knows how to run routes. I just come on, you're really good. Mike Thomas. If you take away the slant routes, he's still the leading receiver in, in uh, yards. Yeah, how about you take so. away the two yard curls? Okay, that's not my fault that Drew Brees is a fucking noodle arm. That's that's really what it is. Or Mike Thomas goes to Sean Payton and uh, go uh, says, "Hey Sean, uh, Devontae Parker's gonna have a better season than me if you don't make me run two yard <laughs> curls." Not gonna, you uh, think Devontae da, Parker da, is da, not da, good. Devontae Parker is that one guy that's like uh, every time you like go on Yahoo, whatever, there's like fantasy sleepers, and every single year before the draft, you're like, oh, Devontae Parker, he's gonna go off. Oh my god, Devontae Parker, dude, Devontae Parker's ass. Like I'm just gonna say it right now, get that I'm one. I'm familiar game. with that. I've drafted him like a couple times already. I remember he there wasn't he like there was trade rumors like whatever right before the midseason, um, right before the trade deadline, and then he balled out like a three touchdown game. Remember like on Thursday night or some shit like that. Yeah. Or, like uh, yeah, and then uh, everyone like the whole narrative flew like, oh man, Devontae Parker might be good, and then you know what happened next week? He's back to being ass. 
he's no he's this honestly, year he had a pretty decent year I, I he's the ryan fitzpatrick of wide receivers in my opinion he's bad I bad sh- bad and then like you know when, when let's like all right Devontae, here's your last chance for the dolphins he'll he'll play good and then you know he'll they'll be like all right you're, you're cool you're, you're good in our books Devontae. and he'll be bad 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 and then you know all right Devontae. and then he roast mike thomas on uh instagram i think yeah he did but but uh the one good thing i say about Devontae parker was um I saw him against Stephon Gilmore. He was like pretty much his only receiver that did anything yeah. against uh, Stephon Gilmore. That. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, it could be just because Ryan Fitzpatrick was throwing, you know, beautiful darts, lasers on the field. Sure. We'll, we'll let you think that. I'm a Fitzmagic fan myself, but um, <laughs> what can I say? All right. We've kind of, we went over football. Let's move on. Kind of the next thing that's going on in the world. We already mentioned it a little bit. Basketball started uh, another month. With, today's the 27th. The 30th is the first game. And yes, uh, Yesersky. And <laughs> fuck, man. I'm too white to be saying Yesersky. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Lakers and Clippers are going to be headlining that first night, which is going to be interesting. You know, Clippers getting that first dub. You know, LeBron's going to be bitching in, in quarantine. That's always fun to see, right, Lemeter? And then. um, Hey, we're going to win the, the champ. Sure thing. Sure thing. Okay, Lakers so, 2020. LA is going to be getting a championship, but it's going to be Kawhi and Paul George laughing about it. <laughs> All right, man, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Honestly, I'm not even, like, I'm not even going for the Clippers. Just because, like, I'm just an anti-Lakers. I don't give a fuck who wins. I couldn't give two shits. I'm honestly pissed off that they drafted it. Like, the draft was supposed to be last Thursday. And, uh, you know, I was going to see James Wiseman go to the Warriors. My James Wiseman jersey has been pre-ordered. It's been, in, it's been in the cart for a while now. I'm just waiting for, you know, him to get drafted so I can order it. But, uh, yeah. So, Lemeter. Fucking A, we're getting off topic here. What we wanted to talk about was um, if we took away the best player on every single team that's going to be right now in the playoffs and quarantine. Let's say the best player on every team, God forbid, they all get coronavirus, something like that, and they're out. You know, Which team do you still think is the best and would have the best chance of winning the finals? You're going to go with the Lakers probably, right? Yeah, well, let's look at the teams. Let's just take oh, out the go best one, player. Okay, let's go one by one. Okay, okay, yeah, and let me pull it up. All right, you're pulling it up? Yeah, nice. I like the Smuff Podcast preparation. We do this on the fly. No, no, no. Just, just to get some. <laughs> All right, let's go. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks. I think without Giannis, they're not. Chris doing... Middleton can't carry. Yeah, Chris Middleton yeah. is not going to be. Uh... The Raptors. I think he's underrated, but uh, yeah. yeah. The Raptors without Siakam. Nah, I don't. Not a Kyle Lowry. I'd say Siakam's their best player, right? Not Lowry. No, yeah, Spicy P, yeah, yeah, he's the best player. Because they already lost Kawhi, and, like, they compensated for that nicely, but, like, if they lose Siakam, I think that's too big of a blow to recover He from. is, yeah, no, he's he's excellent, yeah, on defense. He's he's a good player, yeah. All right, the Celtics without Tatum. Kemba, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown? Which Honestly, one? yeah, you can make an argument for Walker or uh, Tatum. Let's okay. So let's say Walker. I think Tatum could. I think that team. That team actually is a good team. Like it, it will stick together. They have Jalen yeah. Brown. They got Jason Tatum. So without Kemba Walker, they can still stick. Uh, they got Gordon Hayward too. They can stick together. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but, I think I think that they're probably the best of the three so far. Yeah, actually, I would say that w- without Jason Tatum it might be better because you know I feel like they can have this. They still have two good forwards with Hayward and Brown that uh, can take over kind of for uh, Tatum. But they, I can't really think of a point guard. I guess. Um, Oh no! I was gonna say Marcus Smart can kind of take over yeah. for Kemba Walker, but not in not as well as I think. But Brown. they'll do fine regardless. Yeah, of yeah. Who they lose. They're definitely a team that we're gonna keep, you know, in that top four kind of a yeah kind of write them down as a top four team. All right, Lemeter. What's the next one we're looking at? Oh, hold up. Um, we got Miami 
without Jimmy Butler, probably, right? Yeah, Butler or Bam Adebayo, probably Butler for now. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I, I think they have the, a good coaching staff. I mean, Butler does put him over the hump, but I'd still, I'd still take Miami over the Bucks and the Raptors without. Jimmy yeah, pro- pro- probably, but I don't know if I'm going to say they're a top four team out of what we're going to mention. Yeah. I'd say maybe. Uh, Below the Celtics, definitely. That yeah, definitely. But at the same time, you know, they're kind of overachievers on paper. You know, Miami doesn't look like they're that good of a team, but they are. You know, just because they gel well together. Solid kind of, depth. That's, exactly. That's kind of the, their whole team is based on chemistry and depth. So maybe I could see how uh, without Jimmy Butler, maybe they could still function. But um, yeah, like yeah. Jimmy Butler will still be there to like let's go, guys, uh, motivate them, right? So. Well, I mean, he's got to be a little farther back. Maybe like on a, you know, football, he's going to be like uh, calling in in, a, in his uh, walkie-talkie or something like that. He's going to be up in the up in the box. Hey, I'd still say I'd take Miami number two right now so far. Uh, from what we mentioned, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, Indiana without Oladipo. I mean, Oladipo hasn't been really that good anyway. Sabonis um, has been kind of Sabonis, Oladipo, Turner. Turner's not that good. Or he isn't their best player. You yeah, Turner so? was so hyped up. He used to be so hyped, and then yeah, he's just never really been that. Don't yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they or... quite possibly could be the worst team out of all that we mentioned. Yeah, even with their superstar, I think they struggle to compete yeah. sometimes. Yeah. All right. Um, Seventy Sixers. This is a good one. You take out Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons. Probably. I'd Embiid, probably take Embiid out, yeah. but he's injured half the time, anyways. Like that's true. They've made it to the playoffs without him, essentially. So I think and without him, be they still have Horford. Horford is still yeah. there. Horford, so, if he like steps up, he hasn't been doing too well. But. Horford, Tobias, Tobias Harris. Yeah, some, I, think I mean that still, team is good. That yeah. team is good. They're honestly the opposite of the Miami Heat. Like on paper, they're a fucking good team. They're just not like they don't gel that well together. Hey, um, you take him beat out. There's no power struggle there between uh, Simmons and Simmons and Embiid, right? So. I mean, I don't know, man. I'm I'm still not gonna say they're better than the Celtics, and I'm not even gonna say they're better than the Heat right now. All right, let's put them at three. We'll. I'm putting yeah, I'm cool with that. We, I, I mean, I you, there's a, there's an argument to me maybe between two, but I, I think one is still Celtics. All I, right, I Nets. We're we're saying Kyrie. He's, he's says not he's not oh, playing. He's playing. Huh? For this KD exercise, and Kyrie aren't already playing. So you take Karis Lewert out, or what's his name? Didn't no, he's he... gonna be the center. This is gonna be their center. What's oh, Jared name? Allen. Jared Allen. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, I, they stand no chance. Three superstars missing from that. Team. They're bad. Yeah, I mean, they're, honestly, they're not good without. Yeah, without Kyrie, they're, they're yeah. Yeah. Let's just move right. on. <laughs> Orlando. That one's. Aaron I mean, Gordon. I can't. Uh, even oh no, he's their best player. Vucevic. Yeah, Nikola Vucevic. Uh, yeah. I don't Magic think Honestly, they're, yeah. they're there just because like they they kind they can kind of get a sneak into the playoffs, but I, I don't see them being competitive. Like, yeah, let's let's uh, kind and of Washington would be the last team from the East. Yeah, so that's probably gonna be Beal. Yeah, and I, I, I still no offense, no defense. Yeah, blowing out of the water. Yeah, I like Rui Hachimura a lot, but he's you know he's young. He's so. young. He's not Thomas Bryant's not that either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You know Bradley so, so. Beal should name his son Bat Mel. Joke's probably been made. Batmobile. Batmobile. Dude, Lemeter, you're the fucking Dave Chappelle of our generation. <laughs> thank you, thank you. All right, LA without LeBron, I think that'd be a big miss. You're going for us. The, I, I would say AD would be their best player. Shut I, up. If we're going statistically, like I don't yeah, think. Okay, I, I personally like AD more than I like LeBron, but um, 
I do too. LeBron is leading the MVP conversation right now. So let's just say uh, it's LeBron. Let's just say it's LeBron. Okay, fine, right. fine, fine, fine. AD fine, or fine. LeBron, one of them can carry, carry hard. Yeah, but the rest of the team is ass. Especially we're going to talk about with that Avery Bradley, Kyle Kuzma. We have Alex that. Caruso, man. Yeah, uh, I think I mean, Kyle Kuzma would step up in that case. I think if you no, ask him to well, be the second the thing, star, it's not, it's not that Kyle Kuzma isn't stepping up. It's the fact that they're just using him different. They're using him as like a, a perimeter shooter, which he's just not. In the, I mean, yeah, no, I think they'd give him more playmaking responsibility if one of the other maybe, stars. I think is. actually, if LeBron, yeah, if LeBron's not there, I could see maybe they can them trying to you know kind of finagle things around, trying to maybe yeah. see give Kuzma. But I, I think if I don't know if Kuzma but, steps into like his. Peak. I think they'd be pretty good. It would be in pretty good shape. Yeah, but I mean, I, I that, that's that's a lot of what ifs. That I'm just gonna say. Okay, we'll put. I put him around talk- Boston I, in the East. No, no, I think Boston without uh, one below just because of depth. Because of depth, Lakers are very top heavy. They're not like I mean, once you get it from the start, like the starting lineup. Alex Caruso, Matt. We're looking at Dion Waiters here. Hey, and, Dion uh, Waiters good on his day. Yeah, well, this isn't fucking like. But he's not high up into the clouds. Yeah, this is. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say this is a, a team that I'd be really scared of without one of those guys. I mean, they're good. I'm not gonna say like I'd say maybe the third or fourth and out of so far that we've talked about. But I can't. Yeah. I mean, Celtics are just fucking. They're they're loaded. They're a loaded roster. Yeah, I, I see what you're talking about. All right, um, then the Clippers without Claw. I think with uh, Harold and Paul George, there's there. I mean, Paul George has not team. been playing well. Well, no, he, here's, he's, he's not bad. He's just not a – if we're talking about playoffs, he's historically choked in uh, the playoffs. He just hasn't been that good in the playoffs. But – um, below the Lakers. Take all bias out of it. They're close. They're actually super close for me because I, I like Montrezl Harrell. Montrezl Harrell's defense, I don't – I mean, if LeBron leaves – I mean, Anthony Davis is there, so, I mean, they got that there. But other than that, I feel like, you know, the, the Lakers don't have that much offensive power. That, that You know, who else is going to be really scoring more than 20 points in that team other than Let's Anthony see. Davis? Kuzma, that's pretty much Kuzma, it. Kuzma, maybe Danny Green if he's having a good shooting night. Exactly. So that's hey, KCP, saying. man. KCP. I, I know I know for a fact Harold's going to be dropping you a double-double every night. Uh, he's going to be giving you, you know, a couple, maybe a couple blocks. Paul George is going to be dropping 25, you know, a game. Um. I also like um, Morris. You know, he could be good too. Yeah, I'll probably put him below. I think without Kawhi below, just because they, they lose a little bit of defense. Yeah. Because Kawhi and Montrezl Harrell, maybe like, you know, they, they create one of the better defenses in, in the NBA right there. Yeah, no, Paul George is an extremely underrated defender. He's Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to say he's bad either, but he's no Kawhi. So yeah, I I would say they are they are losing a lot from that. Paul George is actually I think he might just be just as good as Kawhi on defense. He was leading the def- he was one of the leaders of the D- uh, DPOY last year. I'm gonna I'm just gonna say that the fact that like you know Kawhi is always gonna be you know you you want to if uh, like Kawhi you can leave him on a one on one you know you're not scared like you can put a superstar on Kawhi and you know Kawhi will like kind of lock him down. Kawhi just got that presence around him. He's, he's got that huge wingspan. He's got those big ass uh, hands. And he's I got mean, the, he, <laughs> exactly when he blocks you and you hear that like that's fucking demoralizing. Yeah, but it, all right. But so I'm, we're I'm going Lakers best the, best of the West so far. I I, I think they're competitive. I, I don't know, man. I'll let you decide. It. I'll put you sure we can put the Lakers right. above. Just I still I'm think Celtics. Fan. I still think Celtics are the best team out of what we're talking talking about uh, so far. All right, let's move on to the Denver Nuggets. That's a team that's super underrated, in my opinion. I feel like but they're just not talking they, about that They one. lose Jokic, Jokic, I think. They're pretty yeah. 
they're pretty. I mean, I'm a big fan of uh, Jamal Murray. I think is super underrated. I think he he could be like a guy who could step up. He's not Gary consistent Harris, though. Well, that's he doesn't get that much opportunity. He's never kind of been that number one option. He's just kind of been more of just a pass first type of guy. Jokic has been the number one option. I think but, um, Gary Harris is one guy that's going to step up a little bit. If we're going to talk about you know guys who will step up with, without Jokic, there, you know, we're going to have to see this backcourt because I've always thought that Gary Harris and Jamal Murray. Could be, you know, a backcourt kind of like, you know, um, Lillard and McCollum. Kind of uh, like that. No, that, that's saying too much. They're developing. I mean, they're young guys, and I feel like they're developing. I think Michael Porter is uh, Michael Porter Jr. is super young, and um, he has yeah. potential. Too young but for this year, though. That's true. For this year, I would say that, that they're more of a potential team rather than that, and Jokic kind of put, puts them over the hump. I'd yeah, put them below both the, the Lakers, the and La- Lakers. Yeah, no, they would be, yeah. They lose a lot defensively with Jokic as well, and then in the post. They just lose a lot of size without Jokic. Yeah. Um, Jokic Jazz. has corona right now. So, actually, huh? we're doing this whole – Jokic has corona right now. So, if we're doing this whole scenario, Jokic can't actually get it. He, he's good now. Or at least he gets an easier version of it. <laughs> easier version. Sorry. Right. <laughs> Utah Jazz. Light. Utah Jazz without Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I, I mean, Mike Conley's not good. No one trusts Rudy Gobert anymore. I yeah, I'm actually really interested to see what that whole dynamics like. Because you know, I remember when it, March when that whole reported happened, uh, when it all reported, you know, with um, Mitchell getting coronavirus and Gobert. We're gonna see what yeah, chemistry yeah, Gobert wise. Gobert was really careless. I think that's on Rudy personally. Yeah. Oh no, thousand percent. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. So chemistry wise, it's gonna be interesting that they're you know the chemistry is not gonna be there. And then, yeah, yeah, I mean they're just not that good. Rudy Gobert is leading that team, man. Yeah, that's no no bueno. Yeah, right. I agree. The Thunder without um, Chris Paul. I think the Thunder would not lose much. The Thunder are such an overachieving team. Honestly, if I looked at the Thunder, I would say they're one of the worst teams, like roster wise. If you just look like names, that's all on their roster. Like we're talking about Shy Gilgis Alexander being their best player at the moment Chris Paul leaves. Steven Adams and Shy Gilgis Alexander. I mean, they're very similar to what's it called? The. The heat, in that, the heat in terms, yeah. That. In terms of that, like, the, yeah, if you look on paper, they're not that good. But, yeah, I mean, but the, here's the thing is that Chris Paul has always been, like, an uh, overachiever, you know. He's kind of on the older end, but he's still a, a top point guard. I would say he's a top 10 point guard easily. Maybe Definitely, even top yeah. five. I don't know. Um, so, I, I think you lose a whole lot with that. And especially with Shai Gilgit Alexander, we're talking about young players here. Can he really take over and, you know, beat yeah. Chris Paul? I don't think so. And Steven Adams is not, you know, he's, he's going to be He's not a rebounds. number one option. He's yeah. Gonna be, yeah, he's not he's not a scorer. He's just not going to be, like, you're not going to be expecting him to score. He's Aquaman, though. That's true. He does look like Jason Momoa. Hey, Orlando, near the ocean, he's going to summon his, like, ocean power, and all of a sudden, mm, 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 ah. no, have you seen uh, the ocean, the fucking beaches? They got all the corona, and, you know, you don't want that. All right, right. The okay, corona the blocks, like, all the strength. All right, so, Thunder worse than the... West so far, probably yeah. But I can't say they're as bad as like we talk about like the Magic or like yeah. The, uh, no, because the they've got a good coach and like pretty good yeah. chemistry and Billy stuff. Donovan is not bad. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. All right, Houston Rockets. You probably think at Harden, not Westbrook. Definitely, yeah. For Harden, I think is the, is the dude. It's Westbrook's proven that he could carry teams, but like he doesn't play a winning game, in my opinion. Neither one, of, neither neither one of them play a winning game for the playoffs and stuff like that. So I mean. Yeah, I'm there's a reason why they're six seed, despite well, having yeah, two I mean, MVPs on that team. I mean, that's honestly the reason why they're the six seed is they got too many mouths to feed, and uh, guys with very big egos who you know historically I think don't play. They're well. probably going to be better with like Harden sitting and them 
Oh, but they don't have Capella anymore. They can't Capella's play that gone. small ball. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, they, they are playing some, they're playing extremely. Yeah, they can't uh, play they can't play. Defense is gone. Their, their defense yeah. is gone completely. I mean, their defense was even more, you know, you can actually argue that they're even worse on defense with Harden. So maybe Harden leaving maybe improves their defense a little bit. Um, but yeah, but Eric offensive Gordon, production all of a sudden falls off cuz like def- yeah, I mean, Harden, Harden. Who's dropping 30 player. points? Who's dropping 30 points a game like Harden? Yeah. Yeah. N- nobody. I mean, Westbrook can try, but then who's going to be replacing Westbrook's whatever 20, 25 points a game? Yeah, no. I think I'd take them. Just See, this is where it gets hard. They're somewhere in the middle, but they're definitely not in the top team. Yeah. I wouldn't say they're not a bottom team, but they're, they're, they'll be somewhere in the middle for me. Maybe yeah. towards the lower end of the middle. Yep, I'd agree. Okay. All right, Mavericks without Luka Doncic. See, that's, yeah, that, that's a big blow. Luka Doncic is fucking good. Like, I mean, yeah. he is. Chris Dach is good, but, like, he's never carried a playoff team before. He's carried New York, but. That's true, never but he's a much different player now than he, in, um, in Dallas than he was in New York. Exactly. Yeah. And not even that, but it's just, you know, his role is much different. So, I mean, would he be able to transition? And also, like, I don't think Rick Carlisle would make him want to transition. They'd try to, like, figure out how to fit somebody in, maybe, like. Put Mark Cuban in a point guard. Put Mark Cuban in a point guard. Hey, he's a maybe nice guy. You get Stephen A. He can be dropping threes for you. Hey, Seth Curry, just bring Steph Curry on. Just say he's Seth. Oh yeah, put the head. No, no, no. is it Steph Curry? Isn't Seth Curry in the Blazers now? No, no, no. Seth Curry's in the Mavericks. Oh. He was in the Blazers. Now he's in the Mavericks. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. All, Steph just needs to put on a bandana, and, and you know, he's good. Dude, yeah. Math back in the conversation. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think. Yeah, so with that caveat, maybe I would say maybe they're a top team, but without you know Steph being there, yeah, I would yeah. say they're they're not that good of a team. Kristaps can carry somewhat, but they're just they're missing a lot without Luca. Yeah, same with the Grizzlies. I think young guard and they've missed without Jobber. Morant. Pretty yeah, Jaron Jackson. I I, I'm, I like Jaron Jackson a lot. I like Brandon Clark a lot too. Yeah, Brandon Clark's two, a good player. Two really he went to SJSU years. for a couple of years, one or two. Years. Oh yeah, I didn't know yeah. that. Uh, who's a, a Valanciunas is still there. He's not yeah. bad as well. They got some players there, but I think that it's very much you know uh, Morant makes the offense uh, tick. He's kind of yeah. he's running the ball down. He, he's a very exciting him. player too. Gets that I mean, entire team hyped. The only other guy who, who's that guy who played for Oregon who's now in uh, Memphis. Oh man, I'm blanking on his name. They have another guard who's there, but uh, he's he's no John Morant. He's not going to be able to Let's take see. it. Players. He's more of a shooting guard anyway. He's not going to uh, He's not a – Grayson Allen? No, he played for – No, him. not Gra- Grayson Allen. Fuck no. They, they got Justice Winslow. Oh, I forgot Justice Winslow. Yeah. Yeah, and Dylan Brooks? No. He's Dylan Brooks. Forward. Dylan Brooks. That's who I was thinking. Yep. He's yeah, not, he's not, he's not John Morant. Yeah. All right. Um, then the Trailblazers. Without Dame, no Dame that's, time, no game that time. That actually might be the biggest hit. Like I, I was gonna, I said that Luca might be the biggest hit, but I, I'm taking that back right now. Without Lillard, that offense is very, you know, it's a standstill. Because you know, CJ McCollum, he benefits a lot, kind of like Clay Thompson. That Steph Curry gets all the attention. Same thing with uh, Damian Lillard. Damian yeah, Lillard they, almost had Damian, like especially in crunch time, almost has to be doubled. Because you saw what you remember against um, uh, Thunder, Thunder last year. Exactly. Yeah. He was get, he was doubled, still pulled up from like fucking uh, almost half court and drilled in PG 13's face. That was great. Honestly, Damian Lillard, the worst part for him that's been that he's kind of been playing in a small market his entire career. That he's just very underappreciated for that reason. And yeah, and, um, no, and he's not been surrounded with the right pieces either. Often, there's I mean, there's people there. That, I mean, they don't. McCollum's have a, bad a good player. Team. Yeah, they don't have a bad team. I wouldn't say. Uh, yeah, McCollum. They got Hassan Whiteside, who's kind of been, you know, he's a little bit down since he left. He, he's a stat defender. He's not actually a good defender, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, Yusuf, Yusuf Nurkic. He gets good there. stats. Nurkic is a good player, but, like, Nurkic he's coming is, off injury. 
Yeah, I mean they they got they got some pieces there, but I, I would say that they're you know I can't you know tell you. Yeah, they're soccer punch. They're, they're not a top team, and yeah, they lose a lot of scoring. They got the Dallas Goddard treatment. Did you watch that video? I I did. Yeah, dude, he didn't I, even he, like he looked and he he like looked into the punch. He was looking this way, and all of a sudden he looks pop. I don't understand what the, like has the context came out like what the fuck happened like what, what what's the at the start of the video he was pushing the guy I think so like yeah, so maybe the, like I mean, his friend the, came the in and like sucked I mean, for for a dude to be that pissed off like Goddard must have said something to him or some or something must have happened on Goddard's right. part, like, the other dude was drunk that, that's my theory could like be too I don't know man yeah could be All a Patriots right. fan could be pissed off still salty from uh, the Super Bowl the Pelicans I think this is a team. That's like they're tenth right now, but I think they'd be a top four, top five team based on their. They, they were marred with injuries at the start of the season. I mean, the moment Zion came back, that team started clicking. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think Zion's game, their best player, even though. I no, I would say Zion because I don't. I don't know if you watched right that now. Very, have I, you I watched put Drew Holiday game? or Brandon Ingram. No, it's, if you're not saying Zion, it's Brandon Ingram. Come on, man. It's that first game that I, that uh, Zion came out his very first debut. Three quarters, completely underwhelming. Like, I think he maybe had like five points, and it was like, "What the fuck is going on?" It's like all this, you know. Everyone was saying, "Oh, Zion is overhyped. Zion, Zion's overhyped." It's like, "Oh shit, maybe, maybe you know, maybe Zion's overhyped." And then I, took I over. was, yeah, no. So I was at, I think I was at the gym, you know, big flex. Couldn't just put that out there. I was at the gym, um, and I think I was, I was on the treadmill or something, on the stair climber. The TVs are right in front of you, and I was just watching his game. It's fourth quarter, and all of a sudden, fucking Zion hits one three. It's like, all right, well, that's that was kind of weird. Fucking weirdest jumper I've ever seen in my life. Just the most uncomfortable jumper I've ever seen. Booger. He hits another one. Then he hits another one. Then he hits, and it's like, what the fuck? And all of a sudden, Zion's got like twenty points in in the game. And then and he gets like, taken out. And, yeah, and then uh, last minute, Alvin Gentry pulls him out, and they lose. But Zion, that one game is probably the closest thing. You know, I you know, we saw the last dance, and everyone talking about Michael Jordan, how you know you'd watch the game, and all of a sudden, he just you know, Jordan just takes over the game. That was the closest thing that I've seen to that. Like the that I, just a guy completely just took over. And I mean, this is a this is kind of an overreacting. You know, it's a fucking regular season game. Really, kind of was pointless. But the closest thing that I seen just one player came in, just fucking just changed the, like the whole the the whole way that team was playing. Like that team was very you know they were very stagnant. They just really were, weren't very consistent. And Zion came in that one fourth quarter, just fucking they went lights out. Like that team went uh, fourth quarter. I mean, I can put them up against some of the better teams in the West, and I would say they can compete. Yeah, I think so, one thing Zion has done is that he's he's re-energized that team. Like Lonzo's sure. good. Lonzo's improved massively now. With Zion, there, holiday, that, like I think that team could still be pretty good. I think they'd be a top four team. One second, I'm gonna check something. I'm fucking, I hope that's my neighbor. I'm just trying to check if we're getting robbed or not. All right, we're good. False alarm. Fucking A. That's, for a second, it just sounded like it sounded like someone was like outside walking. It was just my neighbor upstairs. Oh, the Muslim? I, just, I, was, I think. I don't know. It could be either him or the other dude. But, A-conch! Um, I know. It's A-conch is the first floor. He's, gonna, he's on the ground floor just like we are. But yeah, dude, for a second, that freaked me the fuck out. I was like, what the fuck? That was like, that sounded too loud to be from upstairs. But okay. Sorry, I interrupted you there. I forgot what I was saying, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, uh, without Zion, this team would be pretty good, in my opinion. 
they, they wouldn't be bad, but I still think, you know, we saw that Zion put energy. I think you're right that when you said that Zion re-energizes the team. So with Zion leaving again, do they go back to the old Pelicans that we saw where they just, you know, they weren't really that competitive. That's kind well, of what Zion. Saying. Win it for Zion. See, that, that it becomes a lot of what-ifs, and that's, I don't know, man. I can't, I just, I, but, I, like, talent-wise, that team's pretty damn good. Ingram Brandon Ingram, good, definitely. Holiday, but, but also you Lonzo, see JJ Redick. When Zion's there, he allows for the spacing for Redick and Holiday. And then, you know, Alonzo's there. Uh, Alonzo is able to put the ball in for Zion. And, so, and, I mean, the whole team kind of, when Zion is there, it clicks a little bit differently. I would say they wouldn't be bad. I would say that. I'd say they'd be top three in the West. No, come on. Let's go. Lakers, Clippers, we already said for sure. I think um, – I'm not taking them. I'm taking, I'm taking them over Denver any day. I would say Denver or even Dallas would fucking be better. Dallas without Luka, are you kidding? It's just because – I'm just saying that, like, if we're, we're going to say Denver is just too young. I mean, the like, Pelicans are exactly the same. They the have same seasoned vets. They have Drew Holiday, who's seen a lot. JJ Drew Holiday needs fucking spacing. Here's the thing. Brandon Drew Holiday Ingram's needs- an all-star. Lonzo is a future all-star. I, I don't know, man. I have to disagree with you there just because I've seen how the Pelicans play when they're not, you know, without Zion, you know, providing the spacing and without Zion, all the, you know, they're running the plays. They're very, you know, streaky team. They can go on a run and they could be good. I could totally see that. But at the same time, I could see them fucking going cold and, you know, uh, Brandon Ingram's pulling up. He can't fucking make anything. And all of a sudden, Alonzo thinks he can pull up from three. He thinks of Steph Curry with his weak. He's you know, a good shooter. Ass. He's a decent shooter. He's just breaking everything. He's a very streaky shooter. He needs to get hot. It's kind of, I, I think the same thing with Zion. Like, I wouldn't say Zion is a consistent three-point shooter. But, you know, he gets in a, he gets in a uh, rhythm. He could be good. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. I just I, – I disagree with the top three. I could see them maybe the top five. But even then, that's like – I would say they're the five or four. Yeah, let's put them at four. This is, this is an on-paper team. This is kind of, you know, like the Cleveland Browns. This is like an on-paper team, like fucking amazing. But, you know, I think with the NBA, even more than the NFL, it's you, – you see there's, you know, a lot of the on-paper teams just aren't that good. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, let's just put them at four or five. They're not okay. making the finals. I mean, we're really Not trying to just predict. We're just trying to predict who'd be the winner here, and I think so yeah. far the clear-cut winner has been the Celtics for me so far. I yeah, and I don't think competing. the Spurs without whoever they lose probably the Rosen. Yeah, the Rosen. The Rosen. I don't Not even Aldridge. think they compete with half these teams with yeah, the Rosen. The Kings without De'Aaron Fox, or as you and Aaron would like to say, Yogi, Yogi Ferrell. Go. But- <laughs> point God. Point God. <laughs> yeah. I think on, Yogi Ferrell carries them too. <laughs> he would take, yeah. So De'Aaron Fox would go out. Here's uh, here, Yogi Ferrell would go in a starting point. You'd have Buddy Heald at the two, Bogdan at the three. We put uh, Marvin Bagley at the four. Yash uh, player. Yeah, it's, uh, it's random uh, Knicks or Kings <laughs> Knicks <laughs> Kings Center. I random. Don't they have Collie? Oh, no, Collie Stein's on the Warriors, yeah. right? No, Collie Stein is on um, the Mavericks. He's oh, did he get moved him. further? He got traded. Yeah, he got traded. Oh, Warriors, damn, I, Warriors I just traded everybody away. They, I mean, they, they knew they were going to be – like Steve Kerr said it himself. Like, this team is not – 2020 season has been like, who gives a fuck? Let's move on to the draft, which is where I'm at. And, you know, let's just move you – know, let's get to – I think the draft's supposed to be in October. Let's just get to October as fast as we can so I can see that James Wiseman pick and uh, rock my James Wiseman Warriors jersey. I got to replace <laughs> that KD jersey I got in the closet there. Can't be wearing that anymore. Ugh, yeah. Snake. Um – Phoenix without um, what's his face? Booker. Devin Booker. Oh, come on. No, yeah, I think Aiden is good. I, I think DeAndre Aiden is really underrated. 
but yeah. I mean, but yeah, not, not a top team. So now we're up to Heat. Ricky, actually, I take it back. Ricky Rubio would take over for Devin Booker and he'd be dropping 50 a game. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Heat, Celtics, Rudy, Clippers, yeah. Lakers. I think it's good, finals, yeah. Clippers, Boston, and as much as uh, – not, not Clippers, Lakers, Boston, as much as I hate Boston That's winning. That's a good rivalry. Yeah, Boston, yeah. I'd say probably – I'd just say Boston has the best, you know, kind of depth lineup. Yeah. Where they, they, they Overall, really, you know, I would just say the coaching difference Coaching included. Their, coaching included, but I would say the difference between their, their best player and their uh, second best player is not is that not big as that other big. teams. No, like, Lakers, you could say the same, but then second to third drop. Second to third is big drop off. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that, I, I'll even, yeah, I'll say it for the difference between the first, the second, and the third is just there. It's, you know, incremental compared yeah. to like fucking Lakers, you know, big gap. Yeah. So we got 2020 coronavirus Latin champs. The coronavirus. No, that'd be football. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yeah, I mean, we, we the Boston Celtics would be the Corona champs, and then um, we have one more segment that we wanted to uh, get. Hard Knocks preview. Let's just yeah. quickly rattle off who we think. Hard Knocks preview. So think. yeah, Hard Knocks is gonna be kind of weird. It's LA. Uh, they're just LA focused. Gonna be Chargers and Rams, which I'm just gonna say is kind of fucked up. Philip Rivers would have been such an excellent Hard Knocks like, um, you know, story to just to follow. Just just so much weird. You know, the way he like interacts with the players in the field is just weird he's got his big ass family he's just you know he's a weird dude and he'd be an interesting guy to follow and then you know they had to fuck us up you know philip rivers is now in the colts like who cares hey they got two surfer quarterbacks now two chill Goff, exactly Goff, yeah Goff and herbert. herbert yeah like, you know i'll say this i, I hang like out with the two of them yeah no they seem like cool guys but i think Goff and herbert are going to be kind of like um they're going to be kind of like Derek Carr was last season where, you know, he wasn't the biggest, like, prominent – he wasn't as prominent of a role as maybe the previous year Baker Mayfield was. But he'll still be, you know, he'll be talking yeah. about and stuff like that. But um, I'll see – I'll say um, Jalen Ramsey is going to be one guy. I'll say that he's probably going to have a pretty big storyline. You know, he's a loudmouth dude. He's going to have a pretty big storyline there. Aaron Donald and the Knife Show. Definitely. I think Sean McVay, they're definitely going to do some memory thing. You know, his like whatever photographic memory. They're going to have to yeah. some, there's going to be something about his photographic memory. They're going to force that in so bad. Like, oh, if uh, Kaepernick gets, gets signed, that uh, could be a he's, huge he's, Either one of those teams. Anthony Lynn said he wants to. He would look. I mean, all of them have been. Every fucking coach has been saying, oh, we'll look into it. We'll look into it. But I, I don't know. Yeah. I think Chargers get the quarter, have the most traction. Well, we get the quarterback battle, uh, the quarterback controversy between uh, Terod Taylor. And, and uh, Justin Herbert. Justin yeah. Herbert. And Easton Stick. You can't And Easton Stick, yeah. Big Stick. He could, he could dribble the ball. That's, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. Between his uh, legs. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, that's uh, going to – I mean, that's – Joey Bosa, if, he, if he's anything like Nick Bosa, he'd be – Quiet, he'd quiet, and probably won't be saying a whole lot. Yeah, so, I think uh, – Yeah, think that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, for Joey Bosa might be yeah he he's he's an interesting character kind of like Nick where it'll be like it's just such such a weird like how they play on the field is definitely not how you would think like if just by based off talking to them yeah um oh Darwin James can be a good he's interesting yeah he's, I think uh Keenan Allen might be like a veteran you can kind of see like that sort of yeah. thing. he's maybe he's mentoring, a cool guy I like Keenan mentoring Allen. mentoring maybe the younger guys like Mike Williams and stuff like that yeah that receiving um, group we're gonna get to see the Rams because the Rams you know they're kind of new they, stadium. They, New, I mean, obviously, new stadium. There's definitely going to be. I mean, I, I guarantee you the opening shot of Hard Knocks will be something about SoFi Stadium. It's going to be like a drone shot of SoFi Stadium or something like that. It has to be. Yeah, because both um, teams, right? 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Takes but you to I LA think, into SoFi. But I, but I think um, the Rams are the big. You know, their team is like there's a big storyline with how their team. Like every year, they're very, they're shifting. You know, the Rams wide receivers now. You know, Cooks is gone. You know, Van Jefferson, maybe we'll see a little competition between Van Jefferson and Robert Woods. You know, maybe they're mentoring each other. I don't know how that's going to work. Running back. Mentoring each yeah. other. I don't think Van Jefferson's going to say a lot to Robert Woods. That's that's true. But it's just going to be, you know, their position groups, especially in offense, are very much up for grabs. Running back is up for grabs. Like, who's going to be starting? Is it Malcolm Brown? Is it going to be Darryl uh, Henderson? Darren Henderson or Cam Akers, the rookie they got from uh, Florida State. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just going to be interesting. Yeah, Ben Jefferson also, from Florida, not Florida State. But, yeah, I don't think it's going to be as good as last year. But last, I think, honestly, the best one so far, like, um, of the past, uh, like, I can think of the most recent one that was the best one was um, the Browns one. That one was good. Where Corey, was really Corey Coleman asked to be traded. Corey Coleman asked to uh, – they had that quarterback. Um, oh, I forgot what his name is. He had the weird name. Oh. Brogan Roback, Brogan Roback. He he was a, he was a, he was a good character. You just had that, that one whole, tight like, end. Oh, with the rocks, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Devin Kajust. Devin Kajust. Kajust. Yeah. Hoosty or yeah. Yeah, like sounds, sounds, yeah, yeah. He had the rocks and his dad, and yeah, yeah. But then he got cut in the end, which is kind of sad. But um, and then the the Raiders one had a, what's that guy from um from uh, UC Abrams. Davis? You know UC Davis. Oh, Keelan Doss. Keelan Doss, and then he got cut too. So there's always he got resigned. Yeah, he did get resigned later on in the season. He went to the Jags for a little bit, and then and then got resigned. So no, he got resigned in Hard Knocks, I think. Last episode, Hard Knocks, I think he got. Re-signed. No, he got he got cut. I'm almost I'm pretty sure he got cut. And then uh, he went to Jacksonville. He was on uh, on the practice team. squad. And then yeah, he got, and, got, and then he got yeah. cut, and then he went to the Raiders. Yep. Dude, I and thought Keelan Doss was locked to make that roster because they follow him so much, and he was he was a beast in preseason. So I don't know. But also, here's the thing that's fucked up. I'm hoping Blake Bortles gets re-signed to, um, to um, the Rams. Because that would be, you know, backup quarterbacks get some spotlight there too because of the preseason games. So, I mean, I'd much rather see uh, Blake, Blake Bortles, Bortles or maybe Easton Stick. Hey, no, <laughs> Easton Stick going to go. Uh, uh. I like, you know, Mike Glennon, Nathan Peterman. You got that combo in uh, Oakland. And now we got uh, <laughs> uh, Blake Bortles, maybe Easton Stick, some Tyrod Taylor. He's going to bring did, it back. Did you see what the controversy Hicks... back? Is, is it Tyrod? Is it Tyrod? You know, we're going to see what each teammate has to say. You know, they're going to they're going to be reaching for some stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, um, what was I going to say? Did you see uh, Akeem Hicks said uh, Kaepernick should have definitely been signed, and then he says we had Mike. Mike Len- yeah. <laughs> I mean, they gave him a crazy contract. I, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, and then they drafted Trubisky right after, and I was like – Well, I mean, because that's, that's kind of a lot, a lot of teams do that, right? With the, you, get, you get a quarterback who, you know, just in case Trubisky's not ready to start. And uh, Trubisky's really not even ready to start this year. Have you seen that whole thing where um, – I forgot who it was. I think it was Ted Ginn. Ted Ginn is now in the Bears. I totally forgot about that. Ted Ginn plays for the Bears now. Teddy – yeah, but they, they were asking him, who's the quarterback? Who's starting? Is it going to be Nick Foles or is it going to be Mitch Trubisky? And he goes, Mitch Trubisky is my quarterback. So that's going to be, you know, I mean, that's not – it's completely unrelated hard knocks. We're just going off on the tangent yeah. of the Bears. That's interesting to see how that works. I think Mitch Trubisky is underrated. And I think we should end that on that note. Fucking A, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so, I, I don't um, want to elaborate. We'll see you guys next week. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Make sure to check out the gauntlet. You know, um, we're bringing back the Moth Podcast too. I mean, don't don't – don't be like, hey, my podcast is gone. My podcast is definitely here to stay. But, uh, you know, the Gaunt- Gauntlet will be there too. We're going to be supplementing them. And stay tuned. We got some new guests maybe coming up. And, um, yeah. Yes, sir. Check us, check us out next week. Yes, sir. Ski, you're going to say that again? I mean, yeah. don't, don't make this a thing. <laughs> All right. This has been going on way too long. Uh, this uh, ending is getting really awkward. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace.